Hi there, welcome to the first episode of Book, Stop, and Talk. Today we're going to be talking about the first book in the Illuminae Files series called Illuminae. I'm currently reading the second book in the series called Gemina, so be ready for a review on that soon. The books are written by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. Here is a synopsis of what the book is about. This morning, Katie thought breaking up with Ezra was the hardest thing she'd have to do today. This afternoon, her planet was invaded. The year is 2575, and two rival megacorporations are at war over a planet that's little more than an ice-covered speck at the edge of the universe. Too bad nobody thought to warn the people living on it. With enemy fire raining down on them, exes Katie and Ezra, who are barely even talking to each other, are forced to fight their way onto the evacuating fleet with an enemy warship in hot pursuit. But the warship is the least of their problems. A deadly virus has broken out and is mutating with terrifying results. The fleet's AI, which should be protecting them, may actually be their enemy. And nobody in charge will say what the heck is going on. As Katie hacks into a tangled web of data to find the truth, it's clear only one person can help bring it all to light. The ex-boyfriend she swore she'd never speak to again. This book is told through a fascinating dossier of hacked documents, including emails, schematics, military files, IMs, medical reports, interviews, and more. Illuminae is the first book in a heart-stopping, high-octane trilogy about lives interrupted, the price of truth, and the courage of everyday heroes. I really enjoyed this book because of the format and because of the lovable characters and intense plot. Okay, so here we go. To start off, I'm going to do an in-depth review of the main characters. So, Katie. Katie Grant is a badass. Let's say it, right? She doesn't care too much about what others think of her, but she also has a pretty troubled life, and she has a problem of keeping her feelings to herself. She doesn't seem to trust people very quickly, and the fact that Ezra and her broke up and then she forgave him is a pretty big step. I think that they did get together in the end just because of the circumstances, but I think that the original reason they broke up is because one wanted to leave their planet, Carenza, and the other didn't, and, you know, long distance in space probably isn't too easy. The whole fact that now, okay, they don't even have their planet, no one knows what's going to happen now, all that matters is that they're together, is a tale that usually is not told. It's often the opposite, actually. I feel that usually couples in books are kind of a Romeo and Juliet forbidden love, but it's more of their own opinions at the beginning that really broke them up. Ezra's definitely not kind of, you know, the badass you see as the main love interest in books like this, especially fantasy books, but I like that they kind of switched roles, switched genders for who kind of controls the relationship, who doesn't. This is something I've seen in Gemina as well. I like how they joke around and the camaraderie between them, and it's really interesting to watch their chemistry without it having to be physical and them having to be right next to each other. Just them texting each other and just comforting each other in these tough times shows how good they are together and how they should really end up together. 
so I felt really connected to both of them by the end of the book. I rated this book 5 out of 5, obviously, because I loved it. <laughs> the plot just kept getting more and more suspenseful with the virus, the, the ships. There's so much going on. I honestly don't understand how they handled it, but here we are. <laughs> I enjoyed this plot speci- specifically because I really like space-related things and books a lot because... I don't think they're written about enough, at least not kind of books that use language that teenagers use nowadays, and it's kind of like a adventure thriller that's about modern teenagers, but in space, and a couple hundred years in the future. I thought that the whole acting like teens nowadays, but having an insane difference of lifestyles was kind of fun, and it definitely made me more more kind of comfortable with them and relatable if they spoke in a very kind of you know formal tone it might not have been as fun and I enjoyed the text talk (laughs) so obviously the format was a big deal because it was so interesting to find all these cool transcripts chat messages really anything and Reading the perspective of the AI was an insane experience. It was really mind-blowing to have a book like this. I feel spoiled by just having a map in a book that I find, but this was a whole new thing. I'm really, really glad that I cracked open this book, even though it's so long, because it was worth it. So, now I'm going to recommend some similar books, obviously. You should read Gemina and Obsidio, the second and third books in the series. Um, So, Aurora Rising was written by one of the co-authors, Amy Kaufman. It is also in the future and in space. It has incredibly high ratings, and I am yet to read it, but I do want to. Scythe is by Neil Schusterman. And it is in kind of a dystopian war world. Um, It looks incredibly interesting. And I would definitely recommend it. Nevernight is by Jay Kristoff, one of the co-authors as well. Nevernight by Jay Kristoff, the other co-author of Illuminae in the Illuminae Files series, is... Another kind of fantasy, dystopian romance book. Serpent and Dove by Shelby Mahurin is a beautiful book about two people who come from completely different backgrounds, enemy backgrounds even, and come together and realize that both sides are not so bad and that if they just come together and understand, everything will be better. The Six of Crows Crooked Kingdom series is also similar. It's by Leigh Bardugo. I have read Six of Crows and Serpent and Dove also. Um, Six of Crows is about a kind of ragtag group of criminals and convicts, really, um, who come together to do this secret heist to kind of basically save these Grisha who are these magical people who are hunted and definitely have a harder life than the average human 
So this was episode one, and obviously I'm still getting used to this whole podcast, not stuttering, being clear, talking slowly kind of thing. But um, yeah, check me out on Goodreads. Talia Hadar is my username. And see you soon.